So the question is, how does one create, build, and protect and multiply your wealth in a global interconnected economy where change is happening rapidly and constantly and financial markets are rigged to benefit financial institutions and enrich corporate insiders? I've made it my mission to uncover how you can create, protect, and multiply your wealth in any economy and have interviewed the top investors and wealth experts for over three years. I share what I've learned from them and continue to learn on my journey. I'm MC Lobsher, and this is Cashflow Investing Secrets. Hello, everyone. MC Lobsher here, and thank you so much for joining me in another episode of the Cashflow Investing Secrets podcast. This is the show where cash is not king, cash flow is king. In today's episode, I'm going to share the biggest lesson uh, that, that I'm taking away from the global pandemic of 2020. So if you're listening to this years from now, um, this is this point in time, this has been the biggest takeaway so far. And that is how unprepared most people and businesses were for the inevitable. So what do I mean by that? Really bad things happen to good people and really bad things happen to good businesses. This, my friends, happens all the time. And um, we can either prepare for it or not. And unfortunately, no one, no one saw a global pandemic coming. No one saw um, a, a virus shutting down the entire global economy. This was a, a, a black swan event. Again, it's not unprecedented times. Many people have been through very tough times, very, very tough times in their lifetimes. We're going through a tough time and a lot of people are going through a very tough time right now. Um, there were people that were very much and, and, and badly impacted by the virus. Maybe they've lost a friend, a family member, a coworker. Uh, maybe they've lost their jobs. Maybe they've lost businesses. Um, maybe they're going through a bout of depression right now. A lot of people will get divorced uh, from this. A lot of people have financial hardship. Uh, people will uh, inevitably have health that suffers, right? Families will be torn apart. There's a lot of bad things that will happen during this time. Um, but getting back to the main thought was that the inevitable in what shape, way, or form it comes will eventually happen, Right? If you think about it, in our lifetime, it is guaranteed that something bad will happen to us, whether in our health, whether uh, in our family, right? Whether it's a relationship that that ends or uh, a family member that has health issues or that has problems, um, whether it's partners in business that have to part ways, whether it's a business that go bankrupt, whether it's investments that, that go bad, um, whether it's a bankruptcy, personal or business, these things are going to happen. Like something is going to something is going to happen eventually to you. So how can you prepare for the inevitable of something bad that's going to happen? And we've shared a lot of thoughts and ideas on this podcast before. Of how do you prepare for the inevitable, right? So how do people prepare and how do businesses prepare? So Let's start with people, right? So the first thing is, if you're a breadwinner in your family, we talk about many different life insurance strategies, but 
your future earnings and your human um, human uh, life value, as they call it, has to be protected. You can literally basically buy your net worth now into the future. So what I mean by that is if you're 30 years old, let's just say you're married, uh, there's two children in, in, in the family, two young children, and there's one working spouse, the, the working spouse can actually, that makes $100,000, let's just say, um, buy a life insurance policy with a death benefit of 3.5 to 4 million, which the insurance company will underwrite him for, because that's 100,000 times 30 or times 35 or times 40 years that that person would still work, right? That's how they protect their future earnings so that something happens to them health-wise that their family's protected and taken care of, right? And then having all the other insurances in place. Our philosophy on insurance is insurance should make you whole, right, if there, in in the form of a if a catastrophic loss happens, so that's a massive catastrophic loss for a family with two young children and one working spouse. If something should happen to that spouse, and by the way, the 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 other spouse that's not working, maybe there's someone at home raising the family. There's a lot of human life value there to protect as well, because any per, uh, person that's listening to this. Um, will know that if there's a spouse at home raising children, it is probably the hardest job on the planet. So um, the other spouse then that's maybe working and, and, and the breadwinner will have to get childcare or if, if there's no family involved, right? So you have to prepare for that. You have to get six to 12 months of, um, of savings, Build a nest egg. We talk about reserves because that enables you to raise the deductibles on all the other insurances that you have. Maybe it's health, maybe it's property and casualty, maybe it's auto, uh, maybe it's disability insurance, which everyone should have as well. Um, I mean, that that is just preparing for the inevitable. What if something happens to you, you become disabled and you will no longer be able to work? Do you have something in place for that? Because that's actually the chances of that happening is actually better than you dying, right? Statistically. So you got to have those things in place. And then you have to have some precious metals just because of the monetary environment that we're in. You have to have some exposure. I, I shared in a, in a recent podcast to cryptocurrencies, Bitcoin, Bitcoin is actually an inflation hedge right now. That's where it's in the strategy. We've always looked at it as very, very and highly speculative, something that you don't touch. But you do need some exposure to that as a as as an inflation hedge. Not don't bet the farm on that. And again, do your research. And if you don't know anything about cryptocurrencies or Bitcoin, you should not put your money in it. Only when you know uh, what it is, how it works, how to manage your risk, and and know a lot about it should you consider putting some money into it, a very small portion. Paul Tudor Jones, for example, one of the greatest traders on Wall Street, put, I think, believe it was 2% of his net worth in there as an inflation hedge. Then emergency food. I would stock up on emergency food right now, big, big time. Um, There's definitely some disruptions coming with the supply chain. There might be a spike in, in food prices. Be prepared for the inevitable if something happens with food. And also, regardless of what your stance is on the Second Amendment, you should have in place 
what you need to protect your family physically, right? I'm just going to leave it right there. What can businesses do? The same thing, a lot of the similar stuff, right? So the having the proper insurances in place to fund buy-sells, uh, partnership agreements, continuation strategies, what happens if something happens to the partners? Because essentially, every business should have a disaster plan in place because there's really three ways that you're going to exit that, that business. You're going to die, you're going to become sick or disabled, and or you're going to sell it. What if the other two things happen? You're dying and you get sick. Do you have something in place? Is there contingency plans? Is there strategy? Is there business reserves? Does the business have a vault to build up reserves? We utilize, again, overfunded life insurance contract for business vaults and setting up savings for your business. Um, And then... All the other things that could go wrong in business. This is a great exercise. And this is definitely that every every business owner should do this and real estate investor or investor in general. Do you have a disaster plan for your business? What could go wrong? What do we need to have in place to, um, to hedge or to manage that risk, right? Um, a lot of people are going to look, for example, at captive insurance strategies because captive insurance companies if you have a certain size of a business, is a phenomenal strategy, not only for taxes, but if something happens to you to your business, there are some things that you just cannot buy insurance for in the marketplace, and the captive insurance company could protect or um, be a hedge or manage that, help you manage that risk. What I mean about that is if you traveled and spoke speak on stages and you're a public speaker, no insurance company is going to insure you for that during a global um, pandemic. Now your captive insurance company can pay you because you can't travel and speak on stages. So I just want to share that biggest takeaway from the global pandemic so far as the how unprepared people were for the inevitable and how unprepared businesses were for the inevitable get your get 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 those things and those structures in place my friend and as always Love your freedom, love your legacy today on your own terms. If you're interested in learning more about cash flow investing, I have compiled the 21 best cash flow investing strategies I have come across studying millionaires and billionaires for two decades and interviewing over 500 successful investors and wealth experts. You can grab the 21 cash flow investing strategy secrets at 21cashflowinvestingsecrets.com. That's 21, the number, cashflowinvestingsecrets.com.